Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the drift, comes a legend. The legend of Critron, defender of the cosmic universe. This is your GM Patrick here in charge of this mighty robot podcast, loved by listeners, feared by other shows. As this pod's legend grew, peace settled across the Starfinder community. On planet Earth, a galaxy alliance was formed of five players and characters. This is the story of the super force of space explorers, specially trained and sent by the Alliance to bring back Critron, defender of the cosmic. To my far left, he's got blue right foot energy all over him. It's Jabert jabbering away his jam from. What up, dorks? Across the digital table from me. I hope that's your new catchphrase. Yep. Across, <laughs> across the digital table from me. The left lion head doesn't know what the right is doing. It's Miles making believe is redacted. Good evening. To my right, he's got two left feet and is yellow bellied. Why, it's Tyler talking to Spray here. I said hello there, nerds. <laughs> no, I don't like when you do it. Uh, to oh. my immediate left, the raucous red right-hander reeling from a row. We have Drew dying to play Zillick's spell. I call the rebellious bad boy character. And across from him, the black glue that holds this whole podcast together. It's none other than Rebecca rolling with Asher and Sky. The token girl. <laughs> you, you, you only have to have one <laughs> by law in a in an <laughs> 80s cartoon. But, uh, you know. Thundercats legendary had, defender, there's two. Thundercats had a couple ladies characters i so love get, the recent get ready. netflix version you're ready for thundercats in a couple weeks i think i think this comes before yeah talking about voltron the og og voltron it's been a while since i've seen the og one is it streaming anywhere with the 80s for me <laughs> i don't know i, I watched reruns on cartoon network a lot he, that and USA Network used to play it all the time when I was a kid. And I, I think when they first came out the DVD, they had these cool steel books, one for each lion. And I, I watched at least the first volume or season then. I mean, it still, still holds up. It's well animated. It's a cool show, but I love the Netflix show. And if you listen to Patrick and I on the Super Bracket Bros, I talked a lot about Voltron. <laughs> We talked a lot about Voltron. We talked a lot about Ultraman <laughs> over those episodes, but yeah, guys, it well, it's been a while since we played last. We had some some holiday Halloween side quests there. Are you guys ready to get back into it and talk about what happened last time on uh, Cosmic Crit? Sure. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> we'll we'll see. Yeah, if I can remember. <laughs> Well, I know that some I, I know that some people weren't doing so well and some people weren't here anymore. And I I'm assuming my character is just I'm there. pretty sure Tyler's character drowned at Camp Crystal Lake <laughs> and I then did. he came back. It's the <laughs> that we all wanted. Yeah, we so, had a, we had a multi week, multi part epilogue to book one that spanned many months, apparently. But yeah, this week it's time to get back into it. Last week's episode started with a medical frigate taking Jamfram and Praetor back to the Pact, but they were waylaid by the Drift Crisis. And inside the Drift, they came up across the derelict ship, the Third Eye, and were stranded for months. Back on New Galerion, the colony continued to expand, claiming three more hexes and building three additional resource nodes. Asher tried to raise spirits with a Fall Harvest Festival and attracted the 
consumables vendor Padrig in his store potions, lotions, and sweet devotion, while Redacted sold candied treats back on Absalom while Pradier was grilled by the corporation. Jamfram was awoken from his dreams of drowning and is cured of his radiation poisoning. What what's what's wrong with the the recap? Oh, it wasn't radiation poisoning. It was the radiation disease. Uh, There's another word for it, but yes, I'll accept it. <laughs> radiation sickness. Pedantry radiation is sickness. welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is a disease, though. You are correct. Uh, who who would have thought that Jabert would have gotten that one? <laughs> also, I wasn't stranded for four months. It was you were four. You were. That's a pedantry joke. You said stranded for months, like four, <laughs> for some months. But I said I was joking. It was four months. Okay. According to my notes, we claimed four more hexes, not three more hexes. That oh, is you also, claimed four hexes? That is <laughs> four, four hexes. That is also correct, Rebecca. Good oh, good. Tyler, good you got to take that mask off. I can't see any of your facial expression. <laughs> oh, Tyler. <laughs> he's, he's wearing the Jason Halloween uh, or the, the... Friday 13th. I'm trying Friday to get 13th. in the spirit. I'm trying I know to you're in the spirit, oh, but my like God. Your, your voice so, sounds like, like... No, this oh. is great. I love it. Can can Pradier come back wearing a mask? Yeah, I love the <laughs> oh, audio yeah, quality absolutely. that we're getting out of this. It's so good. It's no, like let, him yeah. talk, all. let him talk, everyone. Let him talk. Let him cook. This is this is so I don't have to do a Pradier voice. This is just what Pradier sounds like now. This is what Darth Vader sounds like from the other side of the galaxy after a nap. Oh gosh, I kind of like <laughs> I kind of like it. I don't know. I don't like the visual, but I like the audio. Oh, I like the visual. Oh, if, you if you like the if you like one in replica masks, I used to have one. I I like it, but I also rely on Tyler's facial expressions to know if my joke is good or not. And so, like, <laughs> so like when he's wearing that, I'm just like I, I'm I'm dead in the water here. <laughs> yeah, no, Tyler's very responsive. Is this better? Does this work? See my eyes now. <laughs> oh, that's, that's oh, good. The, the eyebrows are working perfect. Yeah. Okay, you guys have gotten the the re-roll the episode re-roll but does anybody else see anything wrong with this care to jump in just for gusto no uh, no it's fine you've gotten you've gotten too right that's enough that's enough i was too busy changing mask to, to i don't think it, i don't think the vin, the vendor's name was padraig no it was it wasn't oh uh, yeah because it's 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 uh, like me but he talks like this i'm patrick <laughs> his store was called uh, potion solutions and sweet emotions not oh emotion, so my goodness I, i'm sure someone read that, <laughs> that, that I was, sounds like i was gonna say that name was wrong but i didn't have the correct name written down so i didn't uh, didn't in the it. ship the ship is called the third gate, not the third eye. That was the the subject of the last two oh. weeks of special episodes. Uh, this week's episode starts with a large portal opening from the drift high above the planet of Waydana Four, aka port what? A porthole? Portal. <laughs> portal. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll just start that whole thing over again. This week's episode starts with a large porthole opening from a the porthole. You say high above the planet of Waydana Four, aka New Galerion. We see hundreds of, of massive vessels with uh, like a magical stasis field surrounding them as they exit this recently repaired but still very damaged drift. Drilling inside one of these vessels. There's a, a happy and healthy looking jam from once more. What what is 
what's your your character feeling, Shepard, after seeing what settlers are calling New Galarium again, seeing this planet down beneath your your ship? It's only been a few months for you, but six months have fully passed since you slipped into a coma and sent you back to Absalom. Indeed, when I return to New Galarian, I see this place for what it is indeed a deeply dangerous place, a place that is easily underestimated, but I shall not underestimate it again. And close to my side is my my good friend and commander, Pradier, who I walk closely behind. Pradier, you've changed a great deal since dying, returning anew, having these adventures by yourself. <laughs> what What's Pradier thinking about once you're getting back to the planet here? Oh, boy. Pradier is, you know, Pradier, it's almost kind of like when you haven't seen someone that you really care about for like a really long time. And there's almost that initial, you know, butterflies or nervousness of just like, oh, how am I going to explain all this? And how am I going to apologize? And, oh, I have so many things to say and feelings and, you know. Hey, hey the, yeah. you, didn't, and then, you didn't cause the drift crisis. And then you hug them and they smell weird. And it's like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> do yeah. I remember this person correctly? <laughs> Is this yeah. the same person? No. But, you know, he, he maybe puts a puts an arm on Jamfram's shoulder and feels better knowing that he has someone who's been with him through this. And he was unconscious most. And then, and, and it's like the, the actual arm hand, not the, not the, you know, black tentacle. I'd love you either way. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> not the spooky one. Yeah. Yeah. You, you've had a plenty of time because we, we did not get to see it, but you did have time to think about your transformation and return to Eox before you had to get back to New Galarian here. Maybe even had time to converse with some of the bone priests of Phrasma, the cloister of the promised dead. And perhaps they also helped you explore some of your new powers there, but ultimately did not have any insight on the why nor the how you have returned as an undead. So still mysteries abound in this AP, believe it or not. Ridiculous. Who would have thought? <laughs> They're not all solved in one, book yeah, one. Yeah, they should. Everything should be done in book one. As as your ship and about a dozen others land on the, the outskirts of Viridian Colony, you see dozens of new homes have, have sprouted up in the last six months and some very large common buildings. There's a, there's a library, an entertainment plaza, and in the middle of them all, a monument to the fallen, perhaps carved from the the stone deep beneath the the earth here the the kind of mountainous rock bed the the, the whole crew is here to greet you as your ship disembarks you see Ezra and Shire popping popping along here alongside Kells Deirdrick and of course your other three compatriots we see Zilixthil redacted and of course Asher and Sky, you guys were reunited once more for the first time in over half a year. What, what, what are you, what are you saying to, to each other here on this, this jubilee of return? It's, it's been a couple weeks in real life, been months for your characters. What do you see? What do you say? What do you do? Friday. I think Asher would have a hard time containing herself and would run up to Pradier, go to hug him, and then realize he may not want her to do that. So. Oh, so now, 
So now we're like an awkward personal distance away uh, where it's like, oh, we're closer than non-associates. Yeah, but she would speak and say, pray, dear, in your absence, I've done the best I could to keep things together and moving forward. I hope that it is to your standards. You've been uh, sorely missed around here. Oh, that is relieving to hear. I, I am being honest. I was very nervous about this reunion. And then he looks up and he sees the monument and he, he and maybe the few other buildings and it says it does seem like you have been very busy and you know on top of the crisis that occurred and everything else see this place flourishing is is relieving and i'm i'm very happy to be back and thank you for taking over so suddenly i know that was asking far more than i should be allowed to ask of you with all that you've been through in the last six months it was the least i could do well, luckily, I had jam from through through most of it, almost all of it, actually. And I mean, did, uh, although not, not really, he was, he was in stasis the majority of it. Well, sure, hardly some of it. Moral <laughs> yeah. physically there, though. I was something. I was emotionally with you the whole yeah. time. Well, you know, yeah, right. I mean, Wilson did sort of help in the castaway scenario. So you, you, know. you drew a face on my casket pod. <laughs> that was with you the whole time. Absolutely. Great. Absolutely. You open up the pod every once in a while to store your groceries so they wouldn't go bad. <laughs> Closed it up. <laughs> it was a big Wait, help. I'm feeling better now. I brought <laughs> I brought Eoxian black milk souvenirs for everybody. Here you go. <laughs> and uh, Ooh, black milk sops. Some black milk sop candies. Yum. Yeah. I unfortunately have have still not really an- not had been able to answer a lot of questions about what happened to me or or why why my abilities don't quite work the same but I have I have grown a little bit and I I think I'm ready to return and, and be an asset to this community again pray dear SRN pops for <laughs> you don't have to worry about that today you know just just rest up after your long trip here and uh, yeah we'll worry about tomorrow we got you know maybe a few hundred hours worth of paperwork i need to sign off on perhaps a full day after that of debriefings but tonight you just relax you know we'll we'll show you around the colony expansion a little bit you know it seems like you got a few hundred more settlers that you you brought with you on this this go around so it's it's good that we've been busy expanding the, the colony yes. seems to be quite the hot commodity. Who, who knows that an interstellar crisis of travel would make people go a little stir crazy and want to get out, get out of Absalom. But yeah, th- this this is even before some of our most recent upgrades and enhancement here. D- did you see we named the library after you? It's it's called Pradier's Reliquary. He turns and, and looks and and I, I I had not noticed, but. Yeah, because you're the only person we've ever seen read a book before. So <laughs> we're like, who, who do we name this after? I'm like, pretty sure pretty... I have seen other of our of our friends read books. But nope, that, uh, in- that... incorrect. You've that is really there's no no other no other books. No. Uh, I mean, like maybe on their digital devices, but does that really count? I venture. Oh, no. uh, I see. This is a, a distinction between. The physical and the electronic medium. Well, that is true. I do prefer, I do prefer what I can feel and touch. He, he'll take you over there and you can see that indeed the book that you left behind is on a, a special display in a glass case that reads Prime Executive Pradier's Private Tome. Oh, the the librarian is Brignosian Willowanth, who's handing over some research materials. 
at the desk to Veach Veach, who screeches his thanks and gives you a little claw high five as, as he walks out. It's fairly stately building. There's holographic learning chambers, AV tech corners, bugs, screech, beach, digital, <laughs> beach, beach, digital computers everywhere. There's also a collection of physical books. Most of them look new, Ooh. like they were printed on the planet, but it is indeed a rarity. But indeed, there are some people reading physical books here in the library. Who would have thought? Nice. Next time, I will have to introduce you to this other thing I like to do, which is these, these it's a round disc with engraved music on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, magical music discs. That sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but um, yeah, he, he would, you know, look through the library and especially the, the obviously the physical sections and, and he kind of just comes back and says, I, I'm very, very touched. This is. This is, I think, more than I deserve, but that does not mean I am not very, very grateful. Right. So you guys can can rest up back in your your home beds and wake up the next day. And that's it. That's all you get is one day of welcoming back and then it's back to work. You got a whole colony to run. You've got edges of the border to explore and you've got a ton of work to do. So Ezra and Shire indeed starts up a, a council meeting in your your dining room once more, maybe furnished by the folks in the community bringing bringing food and coffee for you guys. This is once again the old bridge of the Burnished Dawn starship, and yes, over eggs, bacon, toast, and other breakfast stuff. Ezrand will say, "While you're signing these papers, I, I wanted to fill you in on." Well, everything that we've come up with about this Marizov facility that you all, well, the, the place that you died. Remember that place right here? Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, that one. We, we contacted authorities in Rajadhan and, well, we haven't heard anything back, but there were some old Infosphere reports that, you know, at least the ones we have access to that says that this cursed ink or LLC or whatever it was, the, the venture that set up this facility here, Planetside, well, it went defunct about 100 years ago. Any assets in on Marizal were probably auctioned off. So bit of a bit of a dead end there. There doesn't seem to be any records for this curse after the expedition to this planet. So couldn't really find anything about him, her, uh, whoever it was, or this other scientist undead lady that you fought. What was her name? Oh, anyway, I couldn't I, find anything about her. I can, I can find the name eventually. Marnie? <laughs> Felivar. Yeah, that sounds right. But yeah, Redacted pulled all the computer files they redacted could, and they're they're we're doing a lot of surveying of geological sites in the inner sea region. Seemed like they did find some things maybe buried deep underground, like beneath our feet almost. Who knows what it could be? Maybe an ancient Galarian civilization or some other buried tech. Anyway, they they marked in their reports as the buried mission but they didn't seem to be able to get access to it before their facility fell to radiation or whatever it was that killed everybody. Uh, but yeah, maybe, maybe you all can get out there, get range and see if you can find any, I don't know, natural caverns or ravines or something. Maybe something that would give us access to the, the underworld of this planet. Ellen uh, Zorian has marked some, some hexes on the, the, the hollow map. I'm going to put them in your hood, but if you want to explore those, those are some potential 
sites and see if you can find a way down. But there's, I mean, that that's just, there, there's a bunch of other stuff we need to do as well. <laughs> we, I'll, I'll take us to the map so you can see some of these locations, which I don't remember if I have them exactly where they need to be <laughs> by their description. Uh, Zorian's also set up four sets of surveillance equipment kind of on the edges of you know what you've explored so far on the charter just to keep keep a, an eye on things as Ren points to the holographic map and you see kind of the eastern and southern half of your charter where you've not explored completely that area he says initial data indicates that most of this terrain's pretty familiar you got plains there's some forests wetlands mountains so on and so forth but this area over here taps on the the holographic map and it kind of jiggles a little bit it, it, this seems to be a lot more seismically active which is why these two spots seem to have stopped receiving information from his surveillance sites so you know i'd appreciate it and, and elnez appreciates it if you could figure out what happened there maybe salvage what you can and yeah if you want to visit the other two sites that he's put up you know he's not going to stop maybe checking in on them but that's not the only I mean, we have so many ba a backlog of requests. Uh, there's there's maybe maybe things you want to rate as higher priority. Veach Veach is reported. There's this massive stag bear herd on the, the plains to the east that he calls, quote unquote, quite fascinating, which is alarming to me. Anyway, they, they don't seem like they were affected by the radiation or mutated like the animals that attacked us. But Veach Veach thinks that maybe that perhaps it has something to do with their unique golden coloration. He's hoping you can collect maybe some biological samples from them at your earliest of conveniences, of course. Yeah. But so of course we can. I, I gave you like one, two, three, four, five, five or six different <laughs> locations to 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 potentially explore here because, you know, this is this is a whole new book. There's whole new places to go and explore. <laughs> I'm inclined to stay away from anything related to the cursed facility because I don't want to encounter radiation again. Okay. <laughs> Traumatized for the rest of my life. <laughs> hey, good news. Radiation doesn't really bother me anymore. Wait, what was the seismic activity indicative of or inhibiting so that is the northeastern observation post as well as I believe the southeastern observation post they are c and h on the map and i don't think i've labeled this southeastern one but they you know there's all kinds of sensors and surveillance equipment that were left at a camp there you know e even video equipment atmospheric seismological and they had apparently some seismological readings before they have stopped transmitting data back to Viridian Colony. Oh, okay. So we set those up. They're just no mm -hmm. longer reporting back the way that they are supposed to. Okay. That's kind of what Elenez has been been working on is the the corners of the the colony that you've not really explored. He's been pushing the boundaries and, and setting up for you guys to, to go take a look. Well, it seems a little suspicious that both of those posts stopped reporting back activity at the same time. I mean, they were like probably a month apart or so, like six months have passed. <laughs> um, he's he's just come back in from from ranging for the better part of a month and realized that only two of the four places that they set up are still transmitting. So 
a lot of a lot of work went into that and not a lot of payoff. Okay. I feel like either one of those or the stag bears are probably what we should focus on. The first. interesting stag bears? You want to go look at wildlife? I mean, you don't. This isn't a zoo. It could be. Or or is it? It could be. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the first, the next facility we should build? <laughs> Stag Bear Zoo? Stag Bear Zoo with a oh. Lynxacoot rotating exhibit. Well, oh, I, I, for one, am concerned about our posts that were set up not transmitting any data back because that seems like, I mean, surely that data is useful if we set up those posts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would think. I don't know. No, you're probably right about that. I would be okay doing that. I also, I don't necessarily want to go diving into to a to a spooky scary location quite yet don't want to trigger any prey deer tsd maybe you look over at prey deer and he seems lost in thought his brows furrowed almost like he has a headache prey deer, are you all right and kind of snaps out of it at the mention oh i'm sorry we're i we're talking about where we should go next i agree with asher and sky i think the more information we have the better and the the Observation post is probably what we need the most now. So my, my personal vote would be to head there. Which one? The northernmost one. That one is very close to the Marizov facility. Ah, well, the good news is, is through some education at EOX, it seems my body or this body is now much better suited to the task of radiation buffering. So should it be a problem? <laughs> yes, if it, if it is up there at all. Is that something that you have now? Oh, uh, as a quote-unquote undead, I have bonuses to just about everything. Everything. <laughs> it's a very, very, very long list of saving throw bonuses I receive. Good for you. I'm not immune, but I'm not immune to radiation. You can still get me. I just am All better right. suited for it. Other than, besides my, also, I actually have a con bonus now, as opposed <laughs> to my my full elven body, which had a con negative. Yeah. Do you so, remember when the con of eight character ran into the radiation soaked room? <laughs> who who could have seen that death come? No, no. I went from a con of eight to a con of twelve. Kind of buck <laughs> wow. wild. Yeah. My my HP almost doubled. It was <laughs> fantastic. Radier the tank, right? That's who you're playing. Oh, with. oh yeah, I'm just I'm running in undead and everything. Okay, all right. As you guys, so long as you're all okay, heading out that way. If you finish up breakfast and and get some paperwork done in in the the afternoon here, you can suit up and get back to Redacted's vehicle. Redacted Miles, you've not changed up the 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 classic vehicle yet right we're still in not yet explore Um, buggy mode yeah i haven't really been able to afford something new but i nothing nothing nothing's changed quite yet no but still five seats ready to to roll for roll out with these folks as you as you get out of your domicile and, and stretch your legs maybe head on over to redacted's vehicle you hear Sounds like some some vague, far off shouting from the distance, the the, the different d- distant side of the colony, maybe towards the scrapyard. And you watch as as Deidre Kells kind of walks, walks from that direction. And it's, it's kind of shaking her head and it's like, ah, oh boy, they apparently the hard hoofs have really been at each other's throats lately. That marriage has, well, it's seen its ups and downs ever since Tachi almost died during 
the stag bear attack when redacted ran them over. Anyway, there's they're going at it right now. Maybe you guys can check in over there, make sure Namaltana isn't going crazy. It sounds like this argument might. Well, it just started, so you might have a while before it, it, it results in fisticuffs, but they they've been wrestling their problems away. And, and well, folks are concerned. I'll, I'll tell you that much. Can I make a maybe a culture check on how good this person is at differentiating fights from lovemaking? Because <laughs> this sounds like it could be either. <laughs> not not so, whether Noir have very loud lovemaking, but whether <laughs> rat folk know about Noir. Right, yeah, love right. Making. Exactly. That's the, the culture check is do rat folk know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like to know what Jamfron thinks about this. So yes, roll a culture check. All right, let's do it. Let's see, there's my there's my character sheet. There it is. Opening culture. Oh, that's a negative one. Okay. Why I requested this roll? I thought it'd be funny. It's not oh, thirteen. Thirteen pretty well. Yeah, you're you're pretty sure that Hells would would know what she is talking about here. Okay. And if if you talk to her or someone else, it seems like there is and, and has been since you've been gone, Jim, from a bit of a a escalating relation kind of yeah, yeah, like going from fights to throwing things to wrestling out their their problems. And yeah, maybe later the noir lovemaking comes into effect. But <laughs> before then, it's the wrestling very, turns to wrestling, if you know what I mean. Well, like, like you do, like you, know. you do, like you yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. Well, when, when my wife and I get in the argument. I always just throw her across the room right after. I come off the top rope like AJ Styles. <laughs> <laughs> and then the loving starts. How did you, how did you know we have uh, a ring around our, <laughs> our bed? I have an octagon the, the actually. Four, the, the four post bed is so that you can hang the, the ropes around it when you need to. Yeah. Yeah, I I really get excited when my when my wife pulls out the steel chair from underneath the ta- from underneath the bed. <laughs> she picks up she picks up the steps and starts <laughs> coming at you. That's when you know it's on. This oh, is probably yeah, not where yeah. you thought this comment was going to go. But as a child, I thought a lot more of my adult life would be spent jumping on beds. Yeah, I I have not done that in a long time, and I feel like I failed. Eight year old Patrick. Oh. Uh, so I started having to buy my own beds. That's the problem. <laughs> so, no. you just a jumping bed to, to do it. I was about to say, I can't do that right now. My wife is asleep and she would not appreciate a jumping. <laughs> we do not have like the Tempur-Pedic uh, where like the wine glass can be. <laughs> the on wine glass side. will be disturbed. It's not like that yeah. one. This yeah. is the wine glass is the one. and shatters in the ceiling. <laughs> I would, right. I would this break is the one that back jumping up and down. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Do you guys want to basically just a trampoline with a mattress on it? I get it. Yeah. (laughs) Do you guys want to go talk to the hard hoofs? Let's talk to them. Hard hoofs. Hard hoofs. Hoofs. The hoofs of hard. Here are the hoofs. Tachi and Tukor. (gasps) Yeah. As you get over to the. Too cool. The the scrapyard. Maybe you see Namal Tana looking very awkward. Kind of like sorting some tools but doing that thing where he's like half listening and like looking like he's not listening on one side of the 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 bay but indeed there's a there's a a large argument between the the hard hooves let's see here one of them tachi is seems to be yelling something about 
her misplaced tool set and Tukor is certain that Tachi lost it somewhere and yeah now you hear clank 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 as perhaps tools are getting thrown around or you know tables are getting lifted up as Tachi's searching for it and stuff I don't know where it is I saw you had it last well I saw you had it last don't don't lie to me I know you had it what do you guys like to do? Bluey, stepping brought in, to you by Cosmic Crit. Stepping into this situation. Oh, thank you. And do I get an Emmy? It's I guess they got a, they, they probably got an Emmy, right? Cosmic Crit's Emmy for that amazing domestic violence uh, episode <laughs> between two noirs. Let's see. I guess I'll, I'll knock on the door. But yeah, it's you know like a garage bay, so you can just kind of wrap <laughs> on the side. <laughs> If you want to, it's open up, which is why their voices are carrying across the colony. I see. And their names are, one more time, Tachi and Tukor. Tachi and Tukor. Cool. Tupac Core. Tupac and Tachi Station. Gotcha. Core. Um, I mean, I guess we should, maybe we should separate them and then, and then try to get their stories individually. What do you think about that, gang? I say... Taji, will you come here, please, oh, so oh, I can... Oh, hello, friend. Hello, oh, Flame. Jeff, oh, you're, you're alive. That's what I'm doing. Oh, hello. Welcome. Yes, I'm back. Oh, better than ever. Look of at, course look at he's this. alive. He wasn't dead when he left. <laughs> I was only mostly dead. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> What's the problem? I'm trying to talk to my now living friend. Oh. Uh, what, what do you need from us? We're having a discussion here. I understand. I understand. Tashi, could you come over here and, just, and speak to me and my friend Pradia for a moment, please? We have some important business to discuss. Uh, grumble, grumble, grumble. Okay. Uh, Jam, from uh, you, you, you hear Pradia's voice in your mind just say, I really do not want to be a part of this. Ah, well then, uh, redacted. Come, come, join our conversation. <laughs> ah, yes. The yes, other, the, the other the, party face. Yeah. <laughs> the three of us. We'll sort this out. Azure Sky Skrillex. Why don't you go and speak with <laughs> our friends? <laughs> 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 I, I was already laughing at you seem to say Asher Sky with like a, a, a forward slash between the name Asher Sky <laughs> uh, why don't you go and Z to our friend not Tashi this is Tukor 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 alright cool I'll take, take take Tashi out of your shot of, of Tukor it seems like every time we make progress with a strike we we take two steps backward as soon as we're by ourselves again yeah i don't know where her tools are (laughs) this is just this is unresolved anger from the the last time that we were on guard duty together and i i might have had a bit too many beans and i could not stop my flatulence ah well that is a problem Yes. Well, I mean, we're outside. It shouldn't be that big of a problem, but maybe you need like one of those things that like the that like the the oil wells have, where they have like the constant flame, and they just sort of burn it off as it comes out. I wish, yeah. but yeah, no the the stank cloud comes out, and uh, without a gust of wind, it lingers for like 
10 rounds. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is truly the best episode we have ever recorded. I have five <laughs> stomachs. This is this is how you are farts work. Canonically on Cosmic Crit now. <laughs> uh, I see. So is do you believe this is the so this this tool issue is just a symptom of a deeper problem? Is that is that what you're feeling like? Well, she she just lost her tools. I don't know where they are. I swear I didn't touch them, but she's blaming me. I see. I see. But you've been having some problems other than the tools. Is that right? Yeah. Cut cut back to two core talking to Asher and Sky, And she's like, they smell like if a sentry's egg was left out and then oh eaten by a muskrat and pooed. They're really for another, bad for another century. <laughs> for another century, boot out for a century. I don't think you would. Uh, I don't think you'd be able to stand it either, Asher and Sky. I'll try to. I'll get a specimen next time, but I don't think it's going to be very good. Well, surely uh, there's something you can do to help with the stench. I mean, I, I he can do. I put on my environmental protections, and it could protect me against radiation, but apparently not from. The stench, it clings to the armor. So even when I open up the the visor later, I can still smell it on me. Uh, are, are, are these two a romantic couple? Is that what I understand? Oh, yeah, yeah, they're husband and wife. Oh, they are the hard hoofs. That's their surname. We can just sort of organize society however we want. We don't have to make divorce like a big deal, right? Right. If you want to make a decree, just be like, yeah, divorce is just if your farts oh, yeah, are real bad, your, your marriage is over. <laughs> Legally, you have to throw your arms up in the air and be like, I'm done. That's all, <laughs> all it takes. Yeah, no, she she will continue on and say that likely because of how hard she was chiding him for the, the stanky toots and a, a, a litany of other, you know, pretty basic marriage things he likely misplaced the tools and is not owning up to it Hmm. like purposefully misplaced them yeah or you know did it and is 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 lying about not knowing not not touching them because you know you don't want to yeah you don't want to make things worse at the very least can i roll i want to can i make can i make two rolls against tachi what do you what do you want to do Sense motive on the fact that he doesn't know where the tools are and medicine on the flatulence problem. Mm, that's good. That's good. I'd like to roll culture on the flat. <laughs> How refined are these toots, Jim? <laughs> it was a good year. Tachi seems to be telling the truth about the not knowing where the tools are. And you don't you don't know if there's a solution, you know, maybe maybe less dairy. But he, you don't really know their diet, so you'd have to work with them for a while before you could make a solution there. Main thing is the the tools, though. He doesn't. He seems to be telling the truth. Redacted would whisper to Jam from... Uh, Redacted is with Jam from, right? See? And Pray Dear. Pray Dear? Okay. Redacted would whisper to them both, perhaps a shared trauma will solve the issue. <laughs> Steal all the tools. Yes. <laughs> Redacted's pistol starts to warm up the battery slid <laughs> no 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 nothing nothing that severe what's the shared drama if both beings are brought out and they happen to get hit with something say a car a, ve- a vehicle <laughs> perhaps the couple would reconcile in recovery 
I'm sorry, Miles. You just said no. I'm not going to shoot them. I'm just going to hit them with my car. <laughs> Run them right, over exactly. with my car. <laughs> the, the redacted runs everything over with this car to solve the <laughs> issue. <It's> like, <laughs> we don't know how to hack into this computer. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. They need Here a shared go. enemy. That, that, that'll bring. I them hack together. my computers one quarter mile at a time. Yep. Ah, redacted. That is a wonderful idea. Perhaps we should save that as a backup solution for redacted. Like already in the car, <laughs> mission. Right. Perhaps we can find find these tools for our friend here, and we can uh, make this problem go away. It's only been six months since you ran Tachi over Miles. They're gonna get nowhere near your vehicle as soon as you <laughs> as soon as you start up. They well, like no, the they need to be base. made unaware that what's gonna happen. Oh, okay. We need to get get the threat level down. They're out there guarding the colony, tooting up a storm, and then they just see headlights All of a sudden, it's like flying fly, like, above the, the, the hillside. It's just the it's like that scene in Christine where just like the lights go flash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I make a diplomacy check to try to convince Tachi that, you know, they... To stand in front of the car? Not, not stand in front of the car. I'm going to diplomacy check to make him stand by a tree. But, but you know, work work on things with two core. Yeah, yeah. Diplomacy check would be a way to go there. Feels feels bad. Not we're going if we're if not we're going straight to intimidation. You can't. You can't. Can I aid? Can I aid on uh, diplomacy? It feels like something that he uh, prettier might need help with. As you can no longer see the 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 conversation bubbles in the future. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you got an aid there. You got a little bonus. Can I aid or are you talking to? You're, you're, I'm talking you're to Taji. You're, you're in a different okay. group. Yeah, you're in a... Oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, hey. Can you, uh, what about like that episode re-roll? That. Natural uh, one. Natural can I one. Can I re-roll it? Typically. We have the, we have the episode re-roll. Yeah, we do have one. Typically, no, but those are mostly for attack rolls. I want to let them stand because of the um, crit fails. I'll allow you to roll this if you want. It's a natural. I would love. I would love. I would love to re-roll this. This is why I was a precog. Everybody, this is exactly why. This is what it's for. <laughs> I was a charisma precog. Hey, that's already, better. Uh, Thirteen on this. Twenty-one uh, diplomacy. And this is for DC twenty-one. So that is a success. Tachi's like, I'll, oh, I will talk it out with her. Just, you sound just like Astraka in our couples therapy sessions. Oh boy, uh, I'm gonna yeah. have to, I'm gonna have to journal about this, aren't I? <laughs> yes, you should. One after your conversation, you should trade. Journal it. Write down your successes and your failures so that you can understand the better path towards a long, healthy relationship. Right. Write down the feelings that made you feel this way to to get to this position. Meanwhile, can I roll diplomacy with Tukor to try to convince her to give him another chance? Yeah. I will assist on this. Assisted. Check. And fail. Check. Uh-oh. <laughs> What'd you roll here? Eleven on the dice. Not a success, but yeah. Oh, as 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 you try to get through to Tukor, she's like, he just won't listen. He won't listen. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Let's see here. Do you need two successes? Yeah. Convincing Tachi, he comes over and and makes amends. And there's some some light roughhousing as they kind of make up. You can watch this from afar. Ooh, culture check. <laughs> Why don't you give me both a perception 
and or uh, since Motive Shack is here as you're watching this. Oh my! <laughs> should, should I be watching this? <laughs> All of us? I mean, yeah. If if you're here, investigating. <laughs> I, I rolled a fourteen. I say, "Oh look, they're hugging." <laughs> Jeez. Jeez, they seem to be fighting again. Uh oh. Well, we did our best. Rabopol and Skinner were in the closet making babies, and I saw the baby, and it looked at me. Uh, <laughs> right. So. Asher and Sky, as you're you're walking away from this this making up, this odd noir making up, you see the corner of a very large toolbox, perhaps large enough for noir hands, kind of sticking out from behind a a larger chest. Seems like uh, it doesn't look like it's fallen back there, but it is definitely not a place perhaps they would be looking for. It's on like the other side of the the bay here. Uh, so you uh, one you find their tools and can bring <gasps> back to them, and that that makes them very happy. What did we do on? We do a good good sense motive check here. Not a lot of great sense motives. Yeah, it just says. I mean, they seem to be making up. So you know they um, they definitely when you bring the tools over, they they have a good laugh about it. But yeah, you may be since there's still some deeper animosity, perhaps this is this is like a Band-Aid on a, yeah. a, yeah, a, they're, a they're, wound that has already let fester. Yeah, they need they're going to need a little more a little more attention to that to that particular relationship. I think a little more work, a little work on the on the bonding to make it stick. Hope you guys don't hate these characters because their marriage, a vital part of book two of <laughs> Horizons of the Best. It's going to be like half the book is us just like mitigating their things and trying to get them to see each other's perspectives. And like well, there's an alien invasion during their 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 renuptial, their 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 redoing their their wedding vows and that whole thing gets invaded. Heroes, the colony is under attack, but also Tukor and Tashi are they might split up this week. <laughs> you have to choose their marriage or, <laughs> or 1,000 innocent lives. <laughs> choose wisely. <laughs> it's a real choose your own adventure. We just like choose to make it just like a Hallmark movie. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, right. So what do you get? What do you get? XP for this? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there, there. No, oh, we, we better, we oh, no. better get XP for that. That was a lot of time. There is no treasure drop, unfortunately, for solving the hard what problem. Uh, yeah, well, uh, next time, next time we're stealing the toolbox and selling it, so we at least get something out of this. Ten percent of its, of its value. Uh, as as <laughs> you're walking. Credits. Walking out of the the scrapyard, kills Deirdrick comes over and and gives you a little slug on the, I guess on like your hip, right here. She's like half your height. She's like, hey, you you wanted to be in charge. You want to be the prime here, but yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy you won now. That, that this kind of stuff, I don't think I'd be really good for. Uh, you're well. I don't know if I'm all that good at it either. It would be much simpler to just, mm, you know psychically command them to do something else, but I suppose that would be unethical. 
Oh, right. So you guys were heading. <laughs> can you use the command spell to make, just make two people get along? <laughs> is, like, is, that, is that a command you can issue? Be uh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it's, it's, I mean, I, unfortunately, I think it's. He can't, uh, he can't, but he can't say, now kiss. It's, it's <laughs> genie rules. You can't make anyone fall in love mm-hmm. with you. They can't, like, kill themselves, I guess. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. are commands that are verboten. And you can't ask for more command spells. <laughs> you can't command for more commands. <laughs> yeah. yeah if you com- I command if you, can- you to follow my oh, commands next actually, round. <laughs> that actually probably would be cool, because if you commanded a magic user who also has the command spell. You could just keep chaining them, right? <laughs> you could just take over an entire mage college of people that learned command. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me write that down as a potential adventure. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like you have to kill the head vampire to, to undo the curse on all the others. Yeah, I dig that. That's fun. Okay. All right. That's an option. I'll cut that out of the episode. So that's that's our, our Criticon special. That's right. Patrick, forget that for sun for Sunday. I'm gonna that's <laughs> gonna be our Halloween episode. Ooh. Let's what are we doing here? What are we doing here, folks? Oh, I mean, book we're trying two. to travel out to an outpost. Yeah, book two has a I forget which one you're going to, the northeastern one. North. Yes. Oh, when do we have to do that one? Patrick oh, was just God. so immersed in oh, this God. lover's quarrel. He forgot the whole other aspect. I of was it. too. Oh, I, I, for, I forgot there was a whole colony going on. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I don't I'm, I care about literally nothing besides Tachi and two cores. I'm just I'm just saying I'm just saying if book two was just like, you know, making sure that people were in our colony were getting along and solving like social problems back and forth. And it turned into like a a who done it of like who misplaced the tools or whatever. Like, oh, oh yeah. man, I'd be into that. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I get. Hey, I, I have the power here as GM. I could cut out <laughs> some fights. I, I like. I like big dumb adventures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Janfram wakes up and begins to have his breakfast. He opens up the infosphere and he noticed that Tukor has changed their relationship status to <laughs> it's complicated. <gasps> I wake the rest of the crew. <laughs> pretty, pretty sure everyone's awakened uh, and runs into the runs into the dining hall. They're out of we breath. Have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Spacebook. I think it's canonical to Cosmic Crit. <laughs> Their hearts race as they learn that their favorite power couple in all the colony have complicated emotions. <laughs> right, right. I, I, I would, I would for sure be getting my, getting my, getting my prey deer to in, in on this as quickly as possible. Yeah. You're, you're, you're laughing, but like honestly, the, the, the hard hooks are going to be a major part of this. I think yeah. so. Okay. No, like, no, 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 no. I, I wish, I wish I had introduced them a little bit more yeah. in in book one, but there's so many NPCs in in book one. I mentioned them a few times by name and things, but we didn't get a book one could take actually forever. Like if, if you well, spent we, time, we took forever. We took 20. Uh, well, I know. And, and you still took about half a year, right? <laughs> yeah. Remember when you were like, oh, no, the, the main matri- patriarch of the Willowanth family died. And we were like, who? Who cares? Like <laughs> kill the whole Willowanth family for all we give a damn. <laughs> Murder the wife, the kids. Who cares? <laughs> oh, not uh, the Wiggle Williams. Yeah, oh, yeah. We care about Tachi and Tukor, not the Willowanths. <laughs> uh, don't, don't don't I look care more about them than the Willowanths. I mean, it's like. <laughs> don't, don't look into this too much. Don't read too much into it. But just just FYI, what NPC, if they died, would be the most impactful for you as both players and characters go? What was that? None. What was that? 
Hold on. Let me get a pen. Let me get a pen and paper. Ezran Shire, probably, because he actually uh, does. Is, Al- is Alucard one of them? Alucard. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Cloud uh, Strife, maybe? Yeah. Uh, Ezran, Kells, Furlet, Ingalos. Kells is Nax's sister, so I would feel real weird about that. Mm. Hey, so, yeah. hey, anyone, anyone's life is on the line here. Everyone, it's 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 rough edges of the universe. It's colony living. You don't know what's out there. And to prove that, let's roll a D100. See if you get a random encounter on your adventures out to the northeastern observation post. Who wants and to I'm, roll? And obviously there would be nothing but tears for the rest of the episode if Haglin Daglin passed away. 83. No, not a single random encounter. Nice. Way to go. Way to go. We were in the episode. Uh, Miles, <laughs> my best. Like, who rolled that? Who dared Miles. roll that? All right, so it's the you know better part of uh, half a day to get out to the northeastern surveying of this this area here that Elenez Zorian set up. Right, and it takes yeah, it takes a takes a good amount of time here, and I think it's probably going to be dark. By the time that you get to the to the location where you guys want to, uh, I mean, it is like a camp, so there might be a place set up if you want to, you know, stay there overnight. Would you like to to keep pushing and get there? I guess there'll still be some light when you when you get there. Yeah, we can push, push it, push it real good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Do you think I have a map? Check. You guys remember when Patrick Stewart hosted Saturday Night Live and Salt and Peppa was the musical guest? Ladies and gentlemen, Salt and Peppa. And Peppa! <laughs> and Peppa! Peppa! Yes, John Mulaney has made sure that no one forgets that. Well, I watch that episode all the time. I've been- yes, remember when <laughs> Howie Mandel did, did the voice for the kid on Bobby's World and then also the dad on Bobby's World? I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Good job, Bobby. Good job, uh, Howie. So yeah, you get to a, a dry patch of of land, maybe in the the f- where, where, where are we at here? Foothills. Forget where this is on the map. Whoop. Let's see. Looks magical. Yeah, it's kind of like brushland to the the south of the north eastern uh, foothills and, and and mountains. So. I don't know, kind of far away from the, the river leading away from it. So pretty dry brushland. And yeah, it um, as as you get to the encampment, you see, uh, you know, it's pretty, pretty loose soil here. And it looks like a, a lot of things have been kind of like knocked over, maybe by the wind or, or what have you. You see what remains of the, the camp. But indeed, it looks like a, a good deal of it has been knocked down. You see what maybe trail markers leading up to this kind of buried under sand and, and dirt, perhaps weeks old. Who knows? What, what would you guys like to do? You'll you'll have to disembark from Redacted's vehicle to to get up onto the the encampment here. But as you see from the map, you're you're, you're not there yet. But this is kind of what it looks like. There's just like a, a small Quonset hut and some some little tents and maybe like an emergency. Nah, there's probably not a vehicle here. Some like emergency tents and, and, and crates and things like that, as well as equipment that looks like it's been knocked over from afar. 
see. I'll look for evidence of when Flint Marco. What? Oh, from <laughs> of a Sandy Mandy? <laughs> the whole Sandman has been here. Uh, make make me a perception check. I will. Can we all make perception? Yeah, if you want to move up to the camp. I'm the only one who remembered Sandman's name, so only uh, I get to make a perception I mean, check. Jabert, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I also remember that name for a very particular reason, and I'm sure Miles did as well. Yep. Well, good. We both we both rolled the same, so good. 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 We both remembered in a movie like two years ago. <laughs> was he? Yeah, very good movie. Is that, uh, uh, yeah. no, uh, no Way Home? Oh, the one with the, yeah, yeah. Right, as you guys are are heading forward here, marching headlong into untold danger, Asher and Sky, you notice the ground begin to shift underneath <gasps> your compatriots and can... It's Sandman. You can whip the ground right in front of them to, to stop Watch. them from from moving forward indeed it does seem like the ground is unstable here and perhaps this is what the trail markers that were knocked down were were warning you against <gasps> quicksand <laughs> is, it, is it quicksand yes just like we were all warned about in the 90s <laughs> yeah. it definitely is a thing that's everywhere and we should be all watch out for it <laughs> So to be fair, I, we weren't warned about it in the 90s. We weren't warned about it in the 60s, but they ca- continued to air those cartoons into the 90s. <laughs> they, they, they continued That's to warn children point. for the next 30 years. Yeah. Are we all just using points from John Mulaney's stand-up? <laughs> is, that a, is, that, is that a thing from his uh, stand-up? I believe oh. he has it's another one that is very much a part of his stand-up. <laughs> well, great minds, I suppose. <laughs> I there, there's like this one spot in in the town where I grew up that like actually has like a quicksand like problem like there's a little like like area of the woods called Sand River and it's like when it rains oh, it it does turn into like a like a gross like quicksand like it's 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 like more soupy than like you know sloppy mm-hmm. like get Soup stuck soon. in mud sort of thing. Campbell's chunky quicksand. I, but like I well, really like, hope there's bacon right. I hope there's a ton of vines growing nearby as well. Because oh, that, otherwise you are some kudzu done. Yeah, I yeah no. Well, I mean that was that was that was really the story. There was like my you know me and my dad went out like hiking out there one time and it started raining. We were trying to come back in and the uh, the, the the path that we were going along it just turned into just like this you know just just n- not but quicksand and we had to cross it to get back across and it was just like I'm just like hanging off of a tree just like waist deep into this quicksand so there you have like, it gang Jabert is the only human well the one of two humans one. that has dealt with quicksand in the 21st century statistically speaking I'm the only person you'll ever meet who's ever had to deal with quicksand so you're the expert here Jabert how would you like to try and, and bypass what is an unknown quantity of quicksand at this site Oh, well, the way I did it was I used a tree to climb out and then I went home and ate a bowl of soup. So that's that's my that's my move. OK, but you have to cross this if oh, you want to investigate to the site. Yeah. Ah, are there are there any hanging over shrubs <laughs> or anything? No, no. Uh, so Zillix is there can, a horse we can tearfully say goodbye to? We can't no! go around. Zillix can just climb on swamp. stuff. Can he walk over to here and then just kind of climb and jump around to the different spots? Uh, you can make an athletics check to oh, try to play Floor's Lava. Bypass this. <gasps> floor's Lava. No, no, that's Wait, a fail. Oh, true. Hang on, I should have. Oh no, the Floor is Lava. 
I should have <laughs> activated my my sheath. Ah, hang on. Your sheath? Your my sheath array. I don't think that'll be enough still. Because that gives me a plus one to that. Uh, Zillix, yeah, takes a, a jump short and perhaps falls smack dab on the ground where the, the sand quickens around <laughs> them. Uh, I'm going to take my tent and I'm going to like take it and take all the, the, the rods and pegs out and I'm just going to shake it out flat and then toss it over the whole thing. All right. And you- t- toss it like o- like o- over the thing and make it big and flat. And I'm going to lay down on top of it and then like shimmy out to reach over and grab Zelix's hand. Make an athletics check to swim over to him with your plus four bonus. For yeah, it seems like you got do, do have a swim speed. The tech bonus. Yeah, yeah. That, that's in normal water. <laughs> you make oh, athletics yeah. check to not drown in quicksand. Oh my! So that's a twenty. Yeah, that's six. Nineteen on the dice. And then plus plus the four for the Texas is thirty. I couldn't walk over here where there was no sand to do this. I got you, bud. I got you. <laughs> There's sand everywhere. Why did you jump in? Come on, quick up onto my tent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with with the the aid of your friend, you can you can you can ex pull pull out your 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 lizard friend, giant lizard friend, drowning in the the quicksand here. Extricate him. What? Yeah, no. There is there is the potential to to fall into this if you're you're mucking about. Maybe the box like fell over as you're trying to balance on it. But yeah, any any other ideas on on crossing on examining this place? How heavy are the boxes in bulk specifically? <laughs> can can we? <laughs> that'd be a super that'd be a super mean thing to do. But can we just drive uh, Redacted's car into it? <laughs> Just like and just fill the hole with a car, I suppose. Ten. Car will probably bulk. get stuck, right? Yeah. Now. Although that's the thing. It's like you just, it, but like there's. But it, we're there's standing on top of the car, so we. Yeah. I mean, we'd lose the car, but redacted any any potential engineering solutions you can think of. Wow. I mean, is there a big tree nearby? Oh, you got a winch. Look, like there's trees nearby. Is there a kitchen nearby that might have some rope in it? Oh, I got my portable kitchen rope. with rope. I have a cable line. Oh, well, so why don't you if, make- if 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 someone puts yeah, that's the cable line of the car. At least that way you could you've got we could, something. We can haul it out. Why don't why well, don't you not- make, why don't you make an engineering check see if Protected's got something something in mind? Natural, oh my goodness! Natural twenty, yeah. That you, you with a winch, with a a bunch of line, and just the detritus around this this encampment here, along with some like small trees. There's no, no like tall ones, but you can set up a, a a very simple like step ladder across. That's that's wide enough that it's not sinking in to the to the shifting sands here, and. Yeah, get get a good look at the center of the camp, which seems to be on solid ground. Indeed, here it's it's a large kind of platform around the the main part of the observation post, kind of raised off this dusty, sandy ground. That it looked like it was disguised with camouflage at one point, but the, the most of the tents have been kind of torn off here, and. It looks like the surveillance equipment, the sensors that track the weather, maybe local wildlife cameras and things like that. Looks like they've been wrecked by something. 
Looks like they've taken some some damage. There's bits and pieces of, of parts of them broken on the ground here in the in the sand. Would it be survival to investigate and see what it could have been? Let's see here. Yeah, feel free to make me a survival check. Can I assist with this? Sure. You should no you should roll it on your own. My survival's All trash. Right. Never mind. I will roll it then. Yeah. Not not anything here that denotes what did this, but this looks pretty targeted. You don't think this is a, a stag bear or a lynx acute that, that it seemed like someone or something came through here and in deliberately beat up these electronics from from that role. Some kind of sabotage. Listen, all of y'all, it's a sabotage. He was just trying to save his daughter. If you if you'd like, it might take the better part of, you know, depending on how well you do three to four hours somewhere in that neighborhood to I think if you have some UPBs, 50 credits and worth of UPBs, you have the materials to probably repair just about everything here redacted and get this place back up and running again. Well, that's only 10 credits each, so that's fine. Yeah. Is that something you guys want to do? You can, you can make camp here overnight. All right. And uh, yeah, this is a actually pretty chill area of the, the the colony. This this northeastern border. You have a great view of the stars overhead as you make camp. Maybe turn some dry shrubbery in the area into a, a campfire and for the the first time in, in many months, the six of you are, are back together ranging again. Uh, the The stars align above you all as you catch up and 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 chat over over some some meals on the fire. As the stars light up above you, reveal the words in the galaxy above to be continued. Oh. <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about but. deep in the heart of Texas. Very well, well, they'll never forget. Elmo, but uh, we'll 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 figure out what has happened here to the observation post. Maybe in the, in a future episode, we'll start in on next week's episode, finishing this up, and then explore somewhere else. Keep exploring. That's the that's the entire AP, basically. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for playing with me. Thank, thank you, you. you, listeners. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. We will catch you next time here on Cosmic Crit. Bye bye. 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 Scheming on a thing. That's a mirage. You've been listening to Cosmic Crit, an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.